The light fades with death's cold embrace. You've already been zipped and tagged. Struggle as you might, it will not help. No one can break out of the body bag. Here to oversee the autopsy, your hosts, Chris Thomas and Broke Rider Dave. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Body Bag Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Broke Rider Dave, and with me is Chris Thomas. Good job. And today we are doing hashtag Dave hates good movies. Why do you hate good movies, Dave? It brings so much joy to the people in the world. Because some of the movies that people think are good just are not that good. I know one of them that's on your list because you had just recently watched it. Yeah. But I'll be interested to know where that ranks. This time I'm not going to put them in any particular order because some of these movies, I, it's not that I don't like them. I just just think that Rotten Tomatoes has them really overrated. So what was the stipulation that I gave you? They had to be certified fresh, which was over 60%, mm-hmm. I think we agreed to. Yeah, so it has to be at least over 60% on Rotten Tomatoes that you just don't agree with. Yeah, I think the lowest one I have is 74%. But like, yeah, some of these movies, I, I think they're overrated. Some I just aren't for me. Some are just bad. Why don't we go ahead and get started with number 10? First couple, which I feel are just overrated. Number 10 is 1931's Frankenstein. Is that the original Frankenstein? I do believe it's the original Frankenstein. And I get that it's a horror classic. It's a good movie. I agree wholeheartedly. You you started off by taking a jab at one of the most famous universal movie monsters of all time. Yeah. And yeah, I guess I considered to be by many a classic. Go ahead. Why do you hate? I don't hate the movie. I just think it's overrated. No, you hate it. You you hate this movie. Why? It's rated 100 percent and i don't agree with that like i feel like it should be like high 80s low 90s along with wolfman thing from black lagoon well let me Put ask in that range if i might ask of movies of that era what would you rank as a hundred movies of that era yeah i'd probably say uh i don't know if i'd rank <laughs> this any a, of that era a hundred i'm not trying to be a dick and make yeah. you and make you seem bad and I mean, on the pot. i'm just i was just genuinely wondering maybe like diary of madman but that's like 15 years later but still in like that classical film era. All right. Yeah, I just think putting it at a hunter is just way too high. You think is it is you do you think it's just over romanticized? Yeah. Like I said, I, I feel like it should be in the same close to the same rating as Wolfman and I think Lagoon. So it should be like between I'll, eighty eight and ninety two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean I'll go ahead and say that for me when it comes to that not that era, but yeah. I kinda have the same feeling when it comes to certain Hitchcock movies. Like sometimes they're just higher like the, rated. Like the birds. Of, like the yeah. birds. It's okay movie. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know. That's just me. So yeah. I'm, not, I'm not trying to bust your balls or anything like yeah, that. Because again, just, I, I'm, I'm the same way with certain movies like that. Yeah. And I actually rewatched Frankenstein for this list because it's been a while since I've seen it. I was like, I don't think it's 100. And I rewatch it. I'm like, no, that's all right. But yeah. <laughs> It's a good movie, but not 100%. And that takes me to number nine, 1935's The Bride of Frankenstein. You just don't like Frankenstein in general. Like, Frankenstein's rated 100, The Bride of Frankenstein's rated uh, 98%. Don't think they're that good of movies. Like, when you're rated 
the high, like, I expect, like, a perfect movie, storytelling, acting, and all. And, like I said, they, they should probably be rated in the high 80s, low 90s. Maybe I should have lumped them together, but... It's your list. Yeah. Yeah, this those re- are this overrated movies from the 30s. This really is Dave. Hey, uh, Dave hates good movies. I, yeah. Of all the movies that I would have thought were going to be... I did not think that you were going to put Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein on there. Yeah. <laughs> Really? You know what movie also sucks is uh oh Citizen Kane. Citizen, yeah, Citizen Kane, Kane. sucks. Sucks. I mean, Fuck, terrible, terrible <laughs> movie. Citizen Kane. Why don't we shit on the Dark Knight while we're at it? And <laughs> you know who was a terrible Joker? Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. You know, yeah. way too joking. Obviously, for those way who don't. too believable. Yeah. Joking for all of those who have no sense yeah. of sarcasm. And uh, number eight. Number eight is also a movie that the son of Frankenstein. No, it's actually not. It's a movie I think is okay, but extremely overrated. Because if I were to grade it, I'd give it like a seventy. Four, it follows is on here because on Rotten Tomatoes it has a ninety six percent. A ninety six percent. It follows. Yeah. I thought it follows was fine too. You know what? It follows kind of is up there with me. Is is kind of up there with Hereditary for me. Yeah. I don't, I don't think Hereditary is nearly as good as people say it is. I'm with you there. Well, it's it's okay. I hear people well, say I it. was okay. Oh, it must be on the list. <laughs> Hereditary is actually the next movie, so we'll just do these two together. Okay. Because <laughs> Hereditary is a ninety eight percent, but both these movies. They're fine. I watch them, but I've heard people say that they were terrified by Hereditary. I'm like, really? Uh, How? I was like, I don't think I got scared once or either one of these movies. I to be and fair, I get the story, and but they're not as good as people make them out to be. Hereditary again. I watched it. and It was fine. I mean, there was that big oh shit moment when the when that kid's head popped off. Yeah. But in terms of scary, I don't see how people get scared of it. I mean, no. I I mean, people yeah. get you know to each their own and that's fine yeah but it's just funny that we both I, that i just thought hereditary off the top sure. of my head but it follows um i liked it follows better than hereditary yeah i definitely say it follows probably better than hereditary but maybe it's because i because uh, hereditary yeah. maybe it's because it follows was an actual entity that follows you yeah. around and you actually got to kind of see it um uh, not that i have anything against you know horror that you can't see but i don't know uh i yeah. just i, I just kind of liked it follows a little bit more than uh hereditary yeah i mean like i said both these movies are fine well but people I'd, make them out like they're some of the best horror movies that have come out. Lately. I'd put Hereditary maybe at like a 70, maybe 60 something. Yeah, I'd say 71, 72 for Hereditary, and 74, 75 for It Follows. It's kind of where I'd put them. I should have given another stipulation and have been like, all right, these are movies that are certified fresh, but you think are not should not be fresh because you're still giving them kind of a certified fresh rating. These are just movies that you don't think are as good as the score says, basically. Yeah, I haven't really got to the one that I really dislike yet. That's fine. Yeah. That's that's fine. Uh, not a, not a criticism. Again, this yeah. is just those. Uh, we do our lists differently, kind of thing. Yeah. The next one. This one was just not for me. I mean, we've talked about it. Is this six or five? Six. Okay. Because we have the this, two Frank. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This would be uh the lighthouse. Hey, I, con- I converted one. I mean, it's just the movie's not for me. I mean, the acting was good. I think Visually, I told you it's a good movie. It's just I didn't enjoy it. The the movie just seems very like full of itself in terms of thinking that it's way smarter than it is. Yeah. Although, well, I don't know if I, if the if it's the movie or if it's the people who I talk to about it who say it's like a master. I don't. I I think. <laughs> 
I will say this, and I think I told you this a couple of days ago. If you took a random ten to fifteen second clip out of those movies, like out of context, it's they are really funny. Yeah. But um, linearly, like, and again, I'm sure you were able to keep up and know knew what was going on. Yeah. But it was just like I get what's happening, and I get the metaphors and the allegories that they're all trying to say. But I don't know. It's just not nearly as big a masterpiece as everybody. The acting is good. I can I yeah. can say that the acting is good, but that doesn't mean that the movie itself was fantastic. Yeah, and I get why it wasn't black and white, but if I want to watch a black and white movie, I'd watch a Vincent Price movie. I don't mind black and white it's... movies of nowadays, because um, black and white can give a movie a certain aesthetic. Um, but I will say this about Robert Eggers, is that I'm looking forward to seeing what he does with Nosferatu. Yeah, that should be coming up later this year. Yep. So yeah, that'll be exciting to look out for. But yeah, this movie just didn't do it for me. Nothing against Robert Patterson willing to fall. I mean, they were good in fact, I think movie. this was one of Robert Pattinson's good, like, acting kind of, like, performances, uh, de- yeah. deliveries, so. Yeah. Also, I mean, maybe I'd miss some dialogue early on. But That's why I said, I think. Watching it, the first dialogue didn't come until the movie until, like, seven minutes in. That's why I think I need to rewatch it at least one more time just to see if I'm missing anything. Yeah, yeah. But this movie just. So what would you give it? What is it at, and what would you give it? I mean, I mean I'd put it, like, right on that cusp of being, like, 60 to 59 percent, like, right there. Upper 50s. Yeah. Because, like, I don't want to, like, shut too hard because like I said you know acting was good just I didn't enjoy the movie yeah it's not good so yeah about upper 50s maybe low 60s moving on to now the top five this movie was just flat out boring okay and kind of you know I was a little bit disappointed in because I love horror movies and I'm a big pro wrestling fan and this movie actually stars a pro wrestler CM Punk okay the girl on the third floor I don't think I know this one uh it's rated 84% but it's very slow it's a boring watch what is what is it what's it about would you say like a general general kind of like uh moving like they move into this new house and kind of dealing with things that happened in the house before and also dealing with things in their own past i'll, yeah, I'll look up the trailer yeah it's just i just found this movie incredibly boring okay that's fair enough again i'll have to look up the trailer to see what it's about so you you say it's boring so you said it's 80 something percent what would you give it i would put it in 40 percent uh so an, a real jump you would half that score yeah just a highly disappointing movie I think we're on number four. I think we're on number three. I think I miscounted somewhere. So I have three left on the list. Nope, you're at number four. Can't believe I would have missed this movie. Hey, I actually, uh, got my, usually I'm the one that mixes up the numbers. Yeah, scary stories to tell in the dark. Yeah, it's definitely agree with you on that one. Yeah, I guess we just falls flat. It could have been so much better than it was. I think the thing that's disappointing with that one is that you see little sprinkles of stuff where it could have been great. Yeah, and they go in a different direction than that. What is it on Rotten? Uh, 77%. Nah, I'd, I'd, I'd have to put that in like, that would probably fall out about a 50 for me. Yeah. Right at the 50 mark. Yeah, it definitely said, yeah, about 50% on Rotten. It's just not a good movie. And, and the only, yeah, go ahead. Such good uh material to work with too. The only reason I would give it as high as a 50 is because when the actual scary stories of references happen, I know the references and some of the designs actually are pretty good. Like the yeah. hair Harold Scarecrow is actually pretty good. And the uh, scene in the hospital where the woman in yeah. white, pale woman in white is chasing after the kid, that was pretty uh, creepy too. 
but it got bogged down. Oh, sorry. This is me talking when it should yeah. be you talking. Sorry. I mean, yeah, it just how they was like press everything for like it to all fit together. Yeah, like, yeah, it's just, yeah, I don't yeah. think, I think they probably added too much. If anything, they put too much in that didn't need to be in. Yeah. Again, like the whole sub genre or the whole subplot about the kid dodging the draft that served no purpose to the story. No. And it literally just should have been a, it should have been trick or treat, but with scary stories to tell in the dark. Exactly. Moving on to the top three. Number three is Gerald's Game. Oh, that's disappointing because that's on my list of movies that I was going to be watching soon. I mean, a lot of people like it. It's rated a 91, but it's just one of those movies that uh, the, I couldn't the, get into. It's the name not of the really director. The name of the director escapes me. It's the same one who did Midnight Mass and. Uh, was it Michael Flanagan? Flanagan, yeah. I know that yeah. was a, Flan- a Michael Flan- uh, Flanagan movie. Good director. For the most part, I usually really like the stuff he does. Just this um, movie, I still but... might have to watch it anyway. Yeah. Like I say, don't watch it, but I just know it wasn't my type of movie. I, I do know that it all takes place, it's supposed to be taking place in one room, and it's all. Yeah. It's very much about her being trapped and yeah. not, not being able to, like, go anywhere. Um, I might. I might. Some tells me I'd probably be a little bit more into it than you. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing with these lists is that it's all opinion based. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, I just couldn't get into this movie. So sometimes it's. Yeah. I would. I would imagine it's a psychological horror movie. Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah. So so I don't know. Whenever I think of that, I think. Uh, have you ever seen Jacob's Ladder? I don't think I have. Uh, put that one on your list. Just uh, and it's a psychological thriller. Um, okay. I'd like to actually hear what you think about that movie. All right, I'm gonna have to check that out. Has Tim Robbins in it. Yeah. Okay. But, all right. Yeah. So, uh, Gerald's Game. Um, what, I mean, what it's would you get? Ninety-one. I'd probably put it in the fifties, fifty-five, fifty-six range. It was a little too slow for you. For yeah. Your taste? A little too slow for my taste. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. But you know, you'd probably like it more than I would did. So. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it was on my list. Uh, plus, you know, I've I've been becoming a really big Flanagan fan. So. Yeah. Number two, Prana 3D. <laughs> for some reason, it is rated a seventy-four on Rotten Tomatoes. It's just because of how ridiculous it is. It's a movie it's that knows it. That's that is the one with Christopher Lloyd in it, right? And they have Christopher Lloyd and Ving Rhames. So, but I just remember this movie is not my uh, when not it comes your, to a movie like this. There, I think there are better ones out there. Not your kind of ridiculous. Yeah. What would you but, uh, What would you yeah. say is a better type of movie in that kind of category? Probably enjoyed like Class of Better and then uh, Shark Night. Okay. Yeah, but the fact that this is rated a seventy four and when I was watching, it, I was like, I put this in like the thirty percent category. I'd have to rewatch it, but I think the reason why, it, if it's the same movie I'm thinking of. I think it was yeah, that it high a, just because it's at, it's ridiculous and it knows it's ridiculous. Yeah. Which sometimes really does work. And we've gone over it a couple times during the podcast. Mm-hmm. Movies yeah, that don't take themselves too seriously and know yeah. their premise is weird. Yeah. Yeah. This just didn't do it for me when you're doing that. So, so yeah, I would put it in like the 30% range. So, 74 got. So, your number one, is it truly your number one or does it just happen to land at it's just number one on the list i just can't stand this movie not piranha but this upcoming one that you're about to say yeah and so many people will talk about how good this movie is i don't and there's one reason i can't stand this movie my number one movie on this list is the babadook you know what um i was not as blown away by the babadook as everybody else was too now can i can i guess that one of the reasons is the kid 
is terrible in this movie. And the story itself is not as good as everyone makes it out to be. I do like the concept of grief being this monster. Yeah. Um, and I, th- you know, and I'm all for like, you know, uh, it's kind of like it follows was a, yeah. uh, was a metaphor for chastity. Yeah. Um, because it was, it, you basically passed it from person to person through sex. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And, uh, I, I have no problem with, you know, like taking emotions or taking like these, uh, metaphorical things and turning them into actual monsters. Yeah. But some, yeah. but I kind of liked the idea of the Babadook being this kind of like scary fairy tale creature. Yeah. But what, so it's so is, is it honestly because of the kid? I mean, I mean, I gave that kid, I gave that kid, he was on my hashtag, uh, Chris hates yeah. kid episode. If it um, wasn't for the kid, I'd say this movie is overrated if, because it, I still didn't think the story is as good as everyone makes it out to be. And so even without the kid, it's still an overrated movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's rated 98% and I would probably put it in like the low eighties range. I was going to say, but I probably, the kid just drops it down into like the fifties. Like I was going to say, I probably would have put it like as at a 70 or something yeah. like that. Um, I mean, it was fine. I hear here's Chris about to go on a kid hating tangent. Uh, like just, I don't understand why you could have a good concept for a movie and then just feel the need to insert kids into it for no reason. Yeah. You could have had that movie as a woman dealing with her grief over her dead husband. Yeah. And it would have still been, it would have been a fine movie with her, with the Baba Duke being this thing that she's avoiding. And that would have been fine. Yeah. But the, and it's so funny because when I was on Facebook back in the, where you and me met on Facebook, yeah. that one thing, it was, I, I had posted a, uh, what's the most annoying character in a movie and overwhelmingly like, like nearly like, like thousands of people like responded. It was like the kid from Baba Duke. Yeah. Like maybe they should have castled a kid better. I don't know. Maybe he should have been directed a little bit better. Or not have a kid at all. Yeah. But if you have a kid, you know, direct them to feel just tone it down. Because sometimes there is a lot of instances where it feels like these kids, their only direction is scream. Yeah. Scream, Max Gary. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. You know, if I if I wanted to just see you know like a kid scream all day, I would just have a kid I, of my own. <laughs> yeah, I, I go watch my niece or nephews. I don't need to watch it in the movie, and that's why I don't get when people are like, oh, my favorite horror movie is The Babadook. I'm like, now that's as a con, I will say this: the I do like the look of the Babadook, the Bob, actual yeah. Babadook, the actual. Bob, I actually have a sticker on my laptop that is the Babadook. Yeah, uh, the look is good. The design is cool. Yeah, this movie could have been so much better than it is. And again, they could have even still ran with the Babadook being like this metaphor for grief. Yeah. And I'd have still been fine with that. Exactly. But yeah, you and me, I, I'll agree with you on that one. Although... That's, that's the reason I saved it for number one. Cause this... Was Babadook an A24? Because it feels like it would have been. I thought it was, but it's not. It feels like it would have been like something that was made by the same people who did Hereditary. Yeah. Like, I was about to be like, damn, I'm shit on A24. Because I, I thought I had three other movies on here, but uh, Babadook is an A24. Yeah. Remember, I said that I had like my whole love-hate relationship with A24. And, yeah. Yeah. Like I, I like a lot of their stuff, but a lot, but some of their stuff doesn't really land for me. Yeah. But I still, I still respect them for taking on projects that are, yeah. you know, that a lot Out of studios, yeah. yeah, that a lot of studios won't touch. Because sometimes, you know, it's like you know, I don't. They're trying something different, and I respect yeah. that. Have you seen X yet, or no? No, it's uh, uh I have, I have, I don't remember the last thing I went and saw in theaters. Um, now um, that it's like on demand to rent, I think I'm probably gonna check it out sometime. Oh, if week. it's on demand, then I'll definitely watch it. Yeah, I think right now it's on like twenty dollars to rent. 
it on Amazon, but I'll check it out then. Yeah. I'll uh I'll be free I've later heard, on tonight. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about that movie. That was actually one A twenty four movie that I saw the trailer for. I'm like, you know what? I'm really into this. I can't wait to check yeah. this out. But yeah, decent list. Decent list. Yeah. I didn't again. I didn't expect it to start off with saying, you know what? Screw uh, Frankenstein. Well, I started off with the movies I liked, but I just thought we're over right in and just kind of worked my way to hate. You just went down the line, which is yeah. fair. Yeah. Which now I I'm, I'm sure you're. You're, you're anxious to get back to your top 10 favorite stuffs now. Yeah, um, it, it hurts my heart to put hate in the world, so. Leave the hating to me. Yeah. Um, uh, so, I know mine's the Crash Tag Chris Hates Slashers, so I have yeah. to, there's so many to choose from that I, I'll have to be like, Slashers are kind of difficult because some, uh, well, you know, I'll figure them out. I'm sure there's tons of Slashers that I watch, and I'm like, man, this was <laughs> boring, or this was awful. Yeah. Um, Alright, so you, you get a top 10 now. Yeah. I'm going to have you do your top 10 um you know what since we uh since we're kind of ending it out with the whole slasher thing how about you your top 10 female villainesses okay your top 10 horror movie villainesses give you a little something to end out slasher slasher era the season of slasher yeah so that was fun so like i said we have uh i mentioned this in the other video we have jamie stewart coming up we have spencer hamilton coming up and at some point later on before the season ends we will have a slash her book giveaway also in the works and our last uh top 10 and chris hates uh to end out the season and i think that will make for a pretty decent season yep this season honestly it's been a lot of fun thanks again for joining us here on body bag and we look forward to seeing you guys in the next couple episodes as we end it out have a good day everybody hey everybody thanks for listening to body bag podcast be sure to like and subscribe and leave us a comment as to what you'd like to hear us review or any horror movie topics you'd like to hear us rant and rave about and while you're at it, you can find us on Twitter at Body Bag Pod and on Instagram at Body Bag Podcast. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.